What do you mean I am a figment of your imagination? I feel real. I feel like I know what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. During a long rest at the tower, Shikara shares a private moment with Dreg, while Shaft and Falzrin discuss details between the two of them before the party finally makes it to Drukal the following day. The paladin presence on the streets and in the Tickley's servant shows something has drastically changed in Detmer's district. Yes, some past events mayhaps were a bit... extreme. But that surely does not lead one to the conclusion that their whole world was concocted by one deranged individual. I must think on this as the adventure continues. I follow him. Yep. Yep, Shaft is taking us where we gotta go. I I will lean over to Shaft while we're walking in. What's what's the latest news? What's happening with Detmer? Not sure yet. I'll find out later tonight. Uh a little ominous though. Something's changed. Hmm. Well that's perhaps concerning. Hopefully you get some answers tonight. Yeah, it's this might not be very good. Keep we gotta keep our eye out. Uh if you see anybody looking at you funny, you know, let me know. I will. People always look at falls and funny. That's a good point. <laughs> With admiration. <laughs> I, I look up I at see. Shakara, and I see her face is like half chipped off. I go, well, I'm, you're not going to, people are going to look at you funny too. And I look at Mia, look at her in the eyes. No, no, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a human now. Yeah, but you do you have pupils or are you still I got pupils. Yeah, no, oh, okay. I got I'll go. I put okay, my pupils well. back in for you. I guess we're good. Mia, if you see anybody looking at you strange, <laughs> let me know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Things will be addressed. <laughs> so Kepley's Exchange is located on on the edge of what serves as, as Detmer's district and, uh, and of course, the border of, of Flag's district, which some of you may know, some of you do not know. But it looks like uh, as you're as you're walking, I mean, Denver's district is is uh, pretty mundane looking. There's there's not much flourish to it. Uh, but uh, the buildings here do look well kept and well constructed. Um, nothing's all that grungy, despite maybe some more seedier goings on that are, would maybe originate from Detmer himself in his own district. Um, and again, throughout the streets, you you. Where you would normally see guards, you actually see paladins of cultists. Those that are more familiar with your call would know that basically the individual districts, Detmers, Hannahs, and Lags, they each kind of have their own guardship, their own ways of enforcing their district uh, and, and keeping the rule as they see fit, basically. So the city itself is kind of, is pretty distinctly separated into these, you know, under these three entities. And Kepley's building itself, again, very mundane, but there is a little hanging sign, much like Sardos's place out in Zexa, a little wooden hanging sign. Um, not quite as elegant script, but it just says Kepley's Exchange. And it seems busy. I mean, you kind of walk up to it, someone is, is exiting. Um, uh, you see a number of people actually kind of patroning his, his establishment here of, of, of varying of varying classes. Classes isn't isn't the is the right word as far as uh, like wealth is what I what I mean. Not <laughs> not D D classes, but oh. uh, a very affluent looking elf kind of walks out. Very fine clothing, pristine, and he exits. Shortly after him, there is is more of a, 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 a an unkempt, um, less less groomed, you know, a little more a little dirty individual coming in, and. Uh, a, a variety of clientele here. Kepley doesn't discriminate. Doesn't appear that way. Take money from anyone who's willing to part with it. <laughs> well, it looks like also he's not discriminated against. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll walk up the uh, the stairs that lead up to the, the door and, and you know reach up, open the doorway, look in to see, uh, is there any other patrons in 
the establishment at this at this time. Seems like it has emptied out. Okay. I'll sort of walk in and hold the door for everybody and go, come on in. As Shaft grabs the door, you actually notice that the knob itself is set to a halfling height. Oh, wow. Uh, how big is the door frame? Well, the door is, the door is large enough to accommodate uh, like a six to eight foot humanoid, right? But the, the, okay, the fixtures okay. of itself are, are more inclined to the, uh, the height challenged. So I sort of hold the door to let them go in first. And then I'm going to sort of walk in behind them as to uh, obscure myself from Kepley when he first looks at the crowd. Okay. Okay, that's not ominous at all either. No, I know okay. exactly where this is going. So you step into a, a fully furnished, uh, pretty small room. There are a couple, like, very, what look like very plush chairs. They do look old and clearly used. Nothing, nothing extravagant, but, you know, functional. And... In front of you, you know, this is like maybe like a, a 15 by 10 foot space, right? Where these, these chairs sit. Enough where a number of people could gather and, and maybe wait for services. And immediately in front of you, it's like, and it's it's all, the walls are all just like wood, wood paneling, like a dark stain. And there's this large counter with what kind of looks like um, a booth, like a, like a, almost like a teller exchange, but there's only one of them, right? And you see a, a, a halfling sitting atop a stool behind the counter, and he's 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 got white hair. Uh, he he does look like he's in he's fit and wearing his clothes. He's wearing they're clearly um, they're clearly tailored, but they're not like silks or, or a, a fine fabric like the 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 elf that you had seen seen leave. Um, very mundane again. Mundane is not the word a, a great word to describe it because. There's is clearly thought taken and crafted meticulously in his clothing, but it's not flashy. And he has a pair of spectacles, which he kind of pushes up on the bridge of his nose as uh, he sees you enter. Whoa, 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 whoa! What can I? What can Kepley do for you? What can Mister Kep do for you? Please, please, come in, come in. I will stop walking in and turn aside so that I can look back at Shaft. Hi, I'm Mia, and uh, we're friends of Shaft. I, like, turn around. I sort of s- step off to the side so he can see me. Oh, my boy, my Kepley. boy. My boy, come, come in, come in, please, please, close the door behind you. I, I shut the door and, and walk over, and I sort of smile and go, It's been a while, Kepley, how you been? Oh, things are good, things are good. Tell me, these are friends? As she kind of motions to what Mia said. Or acquaintances? Acquaintances. Friends. Well, come on, yeah. Shikara. After all we've been through. I, I point over at Falzerin. This is this is Falzerin. And I point at Shikara. Shikara, Shikara here. And this is uh, Mia Brightwood. Oh, a Brightwood. Yeah, you've heard of him, of, I guess. Of course, of course. All the good ones have. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, the pleasure's all mine, man. Oh, do you... Have something you wish to wish me to keep for you? Uh, looking for for more services? Of a, more of a information. What kind of place today. is this? Well, uh, not familiar with Mr. Kep's work, I see. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. No, no offense taken. Please, please, if you have an item that you wish to keep safe, this is the place you come. A city like Dracal, not always safe. Not even perhaps in your own home. But you leave it with Mr. Kep, people know not to mess with. If you guys want to leave anything here, I can vouch for Kep for sure. So can everybody else in this town. I think I feel safest with things on my person. No offense, Mr. Kep. Yes, yeah, a, a very uh, interesting business you're running here, Mr. Kep. I can see how some might uh, need your services. Yes, yes, yes. The business is good. Business is good. And again, none taken, Miss Brightwood. Information, my boy. Information. Yeah, I mean, well, first off, how's things been uh, going here in Drukal over the last few months? Well, uh, I'm sure you noticed a change as you arrived. Yes, a, a slight one, yes. Uh, quite a few more paladins than last time I remember being here. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, they don't have much in the way of valuables, I'll tell you that. 
Not good for your business. No, not much. Not really, no. Uh, but there's always clientele in Jukal. And, uh, and the districts. Everything hunky-dory there? I don't think you'll find much use uh, or much work with Detmer anymore. Word is he's no longer in charge. Oh, oh hmm. my. That's interesting development. When did this happen? Now, is this the information you're looking for? I... He kind of looks to Shaft and smiles. Well, no, i just just curious. I mean, things change all the time, right? I mean, people come and go. Not not completely unusual. But what we're really here for is we, we need an item. And uh, hoping you might be able to at least lead us in the right direction of, of where we might find it. We really need it. Anything you know would be helpful. It's, a, it's an amulet. About yay big, gold, shiny. Sort of has a, you know, glow to it, maybe. So I don't believe we, uh, or Sam, we didn't specifically give you a description of it on mic. But you have seen a, 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 a basic replica of them right on his elite guard. But essentially what he would have told you uh, in... Not much as far as detail, but yes, it is like his boots and the helm that he was wearing himself. It is constructed of what looks like gold, and it does, it will shine as if it is brand new, like freshly forged. So the, the amulet itself is like those gold housing, and in the center of it where there would be a stone, um, there isn't one, or, or not a gemstone per se, but there is uh, basically a gold center. The shape of it is like this four triangular sides that come to a point with a very shallow angle, so it's not like it protrudes very far from the housing. Uh, and there are distinct markings on this this pyramid in in the middle of it. All right, yeah, I'll sort of I'll sort of sketch it out a little bit on a thing and just go. Anybody uh, deposit anything like this? I mean, I know ethics and all, but just curious. He kind of looks at looks at this, this rough sketch. Quite a unique item. I haven't seen anything like this, uh, nor have I stored one before. Hmm. It is in your best interest to help us. My best interest. Everyone's best interest. It's true. Well, it's a it's important, uh, and it it might be. Might be important for us to find it S- sooner rather than later, shall I say? Mr. Kepley, you know Shaft. He might not always be. <sighs> I don't know. He's always working for his own interest. But right now, we have the interest of Aspara at heart. Wait, don't just listen to her. You know me. I know you know him, but that's why I'm saying this. Because what do you mean, always looking out for my best interest? Because, Shaft, I think that with this party, with us, with with your friends, you're my friend now, like, you've changed. I look over it carefully, just give him a smile. Yeah. We're, we're doing this for the greater good, and if you don't know anything, that's unfortunate, but we really have, we really, really need, I mean, it would help the paladins get out of the city sooner and everything. It really would. Yeah, it's not a monetary thing. Well, Miss, exactly. Miss Brightwood, please, it's, it's Mr. Cap, to, to my friends and to my associates. I've seen this one, my boy here, grow up and change throughout the years. And I'm not surprised to hear that he's changed again. Right, exactly. Let me reach out. Surely I'll know someone that has seen this amulet. does seem very flashy, very upper end. I'll see what I can do for you. Well, we'll stop back in... Uh... Probably tomorrow, if that's okay. Of course, of course. Come back any time. Uh, one last thing, though. Of course, uh, should I locate the owner of this item as you're looking for legitimate acquisition? Potentially. I look over at Mia and I go, it all depends. We might have access to some money. Yeah, I mean, that's where the lines get blurred. It's... it's... I, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. You know us, Brightwoods. We're good people. I can probably secure funds if needed. You can you can inquire about if it's uh, for sale and what the price might be. And if it uh, if it's not, then the name will be fine. Certainly. 
Okay. And I'll uh, go open the door and sort of stand there for a second and let sort of say, uh, well, let's go. I'll walk out. All right. See you later. Yeah, it falls in a follow. And I sort of start to walk out and I shut the door about halfway and I go, uh, anything I need to know about? I'm not sure if you want the owner of uh, such an item to know that someone is looking for it. All right. Well, do what you can. A name. A name. And shut the door. There's much. There's much in a name. What's the quote? There's much power <laughs> in a name. If anybody's going to locate it, it's going to be Kepley, but there's no guarantees. Do you, uh, I look at Mia, do you think that Hannah might have any information? I, I know Hannah, but I think you have a better relationship with her. It's been a while, but we could try. I'm wondering if I would bring everyone to where I know Hannah stays and like where she's at or if I would send a message I don't know I'm trying to think what kind of day what time of day is it now are we getting we've spent some time at the bar and stuff are we getting into the evening or yeah probably like mid to late afternoon I think Mia would be afraid to show up unannounced so I would like to use a sending spell do you have a way you can see what she's doing without her knowing you seeing what she's doing? Why, yes, I do. <laughs> you really want me to uh, scry on Hannah? I think it might not be a bad idea to see what the lay of the land is in there before you show up. Yeah. Maybe we go back to the Tickly Servant, have some dinner, catch up with Dreg and, and everyone, and maybe you can... Uh, find out some information for us. Yeah, I did just brush up on that spell overnight. I figured it could come in useful. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like a good plan, Chef. Let's go back to the, uh, the inn. Okay. So I think I'll take them back along the the southwest, uh, you know, sort of walk a little bit into lag area and, you know, go by the, uh, the cliff's edge and just take a look and see uh, if there's anybody out there that I know, anything that's going down. Unusual, is, are there paladins all around this area also? Okay, uh, and as you move into to uh, Lag's district, those that, again, that have never been here before, you see that this is very clearly like the slums of Drukal, where Detmer's district was... You know, nothing, nothing, not many adornments, or but but well constructed. Here, it's it's the equivalent of of like shanties or, or shacks. There are certainly some buildings here that appear maybe they're older and have, have are incredibly weathered and just not taken care of. And the the people themselves are also um, dressed in like commoners' clothes. Uh, there are many beggars around here, which you have not seen many of at all in Detmer's district. And here, though, there doesn't seem to be any type of presence of guards. Uh, there are no paladins here. And as you approach the cliff's edge, you can all hear the the like uh, a low like chanting and yells and, and nothing like that would uh, be alarming, but like people like having a good time. It, it seems like I walk over beside Falzrin and I'll I'll grab the, his pouch on his belt and slide it up towards the front. <laughs> and go, keep an eye on that if you want to keep it. Put my hand on my hammer. I got you guys. Thank you, Shaft. I, I appreciate it. So you going right up to the cliff's edge? I'm going to walk, uh, you know, keep a relatively good distance, 15, 20 feet away from it as we walk by. I'm just going to look off to the side of it, see if I see anybody uh, familiar to me. Okay. And again, for, for Shakara and Mia and Falzer, and the cliff's edge is, is an inn. It's a tavern. Right, and it, this itself is one of one of the the buildings that looks the newest um, and has you know attention paid to it. And uh, there are many people milling about outside. You actually see there is uh, one guy in, in basically his plain looking brown robe uh, outside, and he's just kind of like 
he not heckling, but like jeering at passersby. Um, he spots Shikara and and Mia, and oh, we've got some big ones over here. Come on in, we could use some new fighters. Make I a good coin. Scowl. Where are you taking us to? Pat, are you uh interested in a good fight? No. You talking to me or him? This is crazy. Oh, any of you. I mean, we can go watch or, I mean, hell, if you want to make some well, money. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered, but uh, I'm not in the fighting mood at the moment. Oh, we have right. much that, that, that important things we need to do. We are not time sort of for this. Addict? Well, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I get that a lot. No, no worries. And he kind of gives Shaft a wink. Shaft, you do know this person. This is a human named Telk. You are acquainted with him for sure. And he... You know, seeing your disinterest, we'll move on to uh, another group of passers-by. Again, kind of yelling at them and trying to get them in, into the, the inn. I'll just yell back at Tilk. Well, I tried. A couple of good ones here. <laughs> hey, there's a fighter's for you. We got any more. What are you doing, Shaft? We're going back to the Tickly Servant. This is just, uh, just a, 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 us walking by to see if there was anybody here that might give us some information. I don't think it's... I think we, Maybe we'll come back later I tonight. mean... Look at this place. You think the amulet is here? I mean, trust me, sometimes for us to get the right information, we might have to do some some things. You maybe be up for a fight. Maybe that might get us uh get us what we need. Okay, see see if see if they know anything. You, you got to understand how things work around here. I mean, I'm wi I'm willing to fight. Oh, I know you are, and I look over at Shakara and I guess you just have to have some patience. <sighs> All right, do your thing, chef. I'll, I'll stand over here and, you know, survey oh, the situation. We'll, we'll come back later. You guys aren't ready to Oh, fight oh right anyway. now. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. And then I'll head back over. Uh, we'll head back to the Tickly This server. is such a weird day. I just keep doing everything you're telling me to do, Shaft. Uh, it is strange. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you know what you're doing. I'd, uh, I've basically barely been in Drew Call. The other thing to note about the general populace uh, of Lag's district is that there seems to be an overwhelming number of uh, those with orcish descent. Half orcs, full orcs. Doesn't appear that any of them have tattoos, but they number significantly. Uh, their numbers are significantly greater than those in like Detmer's district. Again, you haven't been to Hannah's yet, but uh, again, it's not unusual in Drukal to see orcs or, or half orcs. Or even have ogres for that, for that matter. Uh, just being so close to the mountains, but there does seem the the it seems to be this kind of a where they are centrally located. It seems. As we uh, as we head back towards the Tickly Servant, um, I'll stop by Prawn's Ponds and, and take a look in there with everybody. We can do a little shopping on our way back. Maybe we'll get lucky. Prawns is Prawns the guy's name? Yeah, Prawn. You've probably heard of him, I would assume. I mean, it's pretty. F I don't think I well came known. to this end of town very often when I was here. Oh, people talk about him all over Aspara. He's, he's a guy. Yeah, he's got all kinds of cool stuff. I have never heard of this person either. Prawn, prawn. Oh, prawn. You guys, you guys, gotta get out of Heraklion every once in a while, right, Falzrin? Yes, yes, yes. Of course, Shaft. He's been out for a whole couple months. Month? How long? <laughs> I've seen quite a bit. It's true. Some things I would have rather not seen. Tell us more. P perhaps another day. <laughs> so you're going in, are you going in to see Prawn? Put you on the spot. Yeah, we'll go and see Prawn. And you step into, again, so this, you know, Prawn's Pawn is in Detmer's district. Um, a little ways away, away from the border uh, between Detmer's and Lags. And uh, it's on the windows, there are like wrought iron bars across them, right? They're all um, secured in. And the door itself is looks reinforced uh, with, again, more more like wrought iron. And uh, a little bell tingles as you, you walk in. And you just see displays of counters, right? Um, they kind of form this this square without one edge right the the top of the square would be the the wall in which you walk into but then running along the uh, perimeter of this uh, inside is just counters full of, of anything like uh, kind of similar to like the way Sardos's place looked for again those that have seen it but the items here look more practical 
like you know a, a lot of a lot of tools in one section there are uh maybe some more luxury items in a, in another and behind the counter directly across from the door you walk in you see this large like bloated humanoid fish man he's got a his head looks like that of like a cod and he's got a, a like a back fin that would almost kind of looks like a mohawk running down like from it's got it, a from hipster his haircut for a yeah fish. right yeah and he's he's dressed in like the uh just a single vest basically he's like donald ducking it with no pants and he he, he sees you he waves. said duck i was expecting <laughs> something else it. and he, he like raises a, a webbed hand right much like shaft's toes and waves at you and he 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 glugs uh before he starts oh come come you're gonna love this guy uh, open the door up and we, I mean, I walk through the door and back to the back where he is. Uh, Bron, how you doing, pal? Boom. Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? Yes. I've, I've never... <laughs> I've never met anyone like you before, Mr. Prawn. Uh-huh. What? A yeah, nice to meet you. Oh, I see you speak the rate of tongue. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just checking out your goods. Got anything good in? Anything? Uh, anything new? Everything. Everything good. Uh, jewelry. How about anything? Uh, you know, shiny gold is what I'm looking for. And he like raises a webbed finger. And he reaches down below the counter. Which and really brings... raises all the fingers. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, the webbing. The webbing's stretchy. It's stretchy. But he reaches under the counter and pulls out like this big like velvet tray, and it's it's like two and a half feet wide. Like it's long. Pulls it up and puts it onto the counter. And there's like an assortment of rings and chains, um, and some pendants. Take your pick. Okay, I'll look through it. I'll Is go it take anybody a look. else gonna do anything? Yeah, yeah I'll take. I'm gonna. Look. I'm just gonna look in some of the other cases and just look around at stuff that he has there. Uh, Falzer's gonna head over to the area that has a bit higher end stuff, and see if anything catches his eye. A new cane, perhaps. Maybe you could sell a cane. <laughs> he said practical goods. Want to just zap back to Sell you. the cane and then leave and then come back and then sell it again. And I don't then leave know. And I have to Shaft's friends. Sell it again. That's a great idea. Not to That's Shaft's a... friends. Not to people we want. Oh, we're not friends. We want information <laughs> from them. Not to rip them off. It's, it's a pawn shop. He's here to make some money. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a prawn shop. <laughs> oh. I'm so confused. <laughs> So, yeah, if there's anything that you're all interested, there's, uh, in one section, there's a loose assortment of weapons. There's a couple daggers. Um, most of them look pretty plain, but one has kind of an ornate handle. And uh, what looks like a silver blade on one in kind of in the section that Falsey's looking at. Uh, otherwise, there is, like, uh, like household items. Like, you know, there's a set of fine china here. There might be a few pieces of it missing, maybe a chips, chips in some of the plates other than that, um, those look like there's like a, a, a full dinner set of silver utensils. As there is a section that has some musical instruments. Most of them look pretty pretty beat up, uh, but there are some lutes, there's some some pan pipes, uh, all sorts of nicky nacky stuff. It doesn't seem like there's anything here that might be magic, uh, but. If there's something you might want to pick up, <laughs> you probably find it in Franz Pons. I was more looking for the amulet. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think like we're going to look through the jewelry. I'll hold it up to Mia and go, what do you think? You like this one? I'm going to pretend to be amazed by it because this guy seems nice. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Oh, uh, my ears aren't pierced shafts. Come on. Well, I oh, could we can do it. that. Uh, no, it's okay. Most of the time my helmet's on. It's fine. <laughs> well, me and I here have been only been dating for a while, and I want to find something nice for her. You know, she she likes... I don't You like amulets and stuff, right? Right? You like the amulets? Oh, yeah. I love amulets. Sure. Yes. I need more. I'm wearing two, but I would love to wear three. 
<laughs> Three is a good number. It's perfect. Looking for the special stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty special. <laughs> well, I can tell. Not too expensive, though. <laughs> but something that looks really nice. No, no, no. No, give us, show us your most, most expensive amulets. <laughs> No, and I look over at, at him. And, yeah, the most expensive. Letting her know that I'm well, yeah, playing this up. Or right? prawn, if you have like you know, if you have a hook, if you got a line out on on a really nice gold one, I really want a gold shiny gleaming amulet. It gives you you know a fishy nod, and uh, his well, skin. Of course, very, it's fishy. Fishy right, because a, he's a fish. Or it's a fishy like, nod. <laughs> okay. You have to interpret it as it is. It's very hard to tell whether something's being fishy from a fish or if it's fishy because of his fish. But his skin is like this, like moist and like glistening in the torchlight, right? In his, in his, uh, his shop here, and he he rummages around back underneath the counter, kind of pushes aside this big dis- velvet display he has for his rings, and he pulls out uh, another another necklace, an amulet, and inside is like this big ruby set inside uh, of this metal housing. And this one actually looks familiar to Falzern. My finest piece. Where where does where does Falzern remember this from? This looks like something you picked up and sold uh, picked up from Isabella's one of Isabella's caves and it's sold to uh, uh, magic magic magic. You stole some stuff, remember? And that's how we got funds or something, right? I remember what I knew about that amulet. Um, it had um, necrotic uh, capabilities, like raised deadish capabilities in it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any reason for us to need that. Not for you to decide, sir. We're yeah, having we can raise an dead anytime we want to. <laughs> We're having an anniversary here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not really an anniversary yet. It's only been, you know, you, you don't celebrate a two-month anniversary, right? Right? Ron? Two months? And he quickly puts it away, and he brings out <laughs> what looks like it's this very, very tiny, like, uh, gold medallion <laughs> on on what looks like just like a, an iron chain, a very fine iron chain. It's like chain. a gumball machine. Yeah, that's like, ex- exactly on. right. <laughs> two months? Yeah, What what's that, Ron? Oh, ten gold. See, that's more in line. I look at Mia. See, that's more in line of what I'm looking for, right? You don't want anything fancier than that. I think we've seen all we need to see here. And I'm going to walk away kind of like acting angry. So, Prawn, I mean, things come and go out of here all the time. Have, have you seen anything maybe a little bit bigger that she might like? Gold about this big? Something? Anybody bring something in? and No. no. Nothing but... The sparkly one. The sparkly one meaning the one we just looked the at. The red, the, yeah, the red one, yeah. Kind okay. of <laughs> Except this one. Yeah, we, I mean, he's, you've been looking he's got for. the face of a fish, so he can't really read them all that well. <laughs> his eyes are looking like out the sides of right, his head. Right, exactly. So he, he can't, can't even actually like make direct eye contact. One eye at a time. Without turning yeah. his whole body. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just turn. What are, you, are you guys looking at anything else? I want to pick up the ornate silvery looking dagger. Is there anything fancy to it, or it's just it's just pretty dagger? It does seem like it's it's just you know finely crafted. I'll hold it up and catch his attention when they're finished talking. How much would you wish for this item? Five gold. I'll walk up to him, lay five gold on the counter in front of him, and walk out the door. Pleasure. What you got there, Shikara? Just a fancy dagger. I found it interesting. What about it? Can I see it? I hand it to you. Nice. It's got like a good, it's got a good balance to it. I like it. I don't use daggers much though. I just found it pretty. Nothing uh, wrong I'll with that. I'll walk out the door, shut the door behind it and go, well, I knew it was a long shot, but hell, thought we'd take a look anyway. Yeah. Can we, can you warn me next time before we pretend like we're together? That's weird. <laughs> There's no fun in that, is there? <laughs> well, it's kind of fun. I, I was st- entertained. I got to storm off mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens a lot. It's true. It was it was really easy to act out. 
<laughs> okay, I think we'll just head on back to the. T unless anybody has any place else they want to go. I mean, looking around. I mean, I've never been here before. Okay. I have no huge connections or anything, Chef. I mean, I think, I think, what you're wanting me to do for him. Yeah, let's just get back to the inn. Let's just. You've convinced me. Let's do it. Okay, go back to the tickly servant. And uh, it does seem like things have picked up a little bit in here. Again, you, you all get, as you walk in, a, a few looks from some of the paladins. Um, nothing nothing like less of, less than respectful, really. Uh, again, a, a few nods. It does seem like, you know, whether word is spreading amongst the paladins themselves or, you know, uh, Samuel CC'd everybody on the uh, intercompany email of your arrival. <laughs> I'm not sure which, <laughs> right. but it does look like more like... and more people are, are recognizing you for who you are. Right, we got like a I'm with Samuel t-shirt or something. <laughs> right, <yeah>. Well, uh, <laughs> I heart Samuel. I mean, you you also do see that uh, some of the paladins here are wearing circlets of the wise. Not all of them, but some. Paladin for uh, life. <laughs> yes, right. So, like, seeing a group wearing the circlets, they're probably like, okay, they know what's up. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The items are, are pretty distinct. <sighs> okay, I'm nervous, shafts. I. Uh, can, can you uh, can you do this? Cast this well? Do you need to go to a special room? No, but I think I need a drink. I'm gonna go up to the bar. We probably should do it in the privacy of our rooms. 100. percent But I, I I'm so nervous. Can I have an ale? You want a red one? Uh, what other colors you got? <laughs> well, you have enough of them. You'll see the whole rainbow. <laughs> uh, red it is, I guess. <laughs> I don't drink often. She'll pour you one from the good tap. Ah, oh, thanks, hon. Wait, why am I talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a saloon. <laughs> thanks, hon. Hey, stop hitting on Jelly. She doesn't like okay, it. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks, and I drink it very quickly. And, uh, all right. Let's do this. And Jelly hears me say, all right, let's do this after chugging a nail and following Shaft upstairs. It's just, just like a weird. I, I wink back at Jelly. Yeah, she shakes her head. Yeah, what, mutter, what are you going to do? I mutters mean. yourself, I can't believe someone fell for it. People are going to believe what they want to believe. And then Shikara and falls her in No kinky. Yeah, I think we'll go up to the room. Okay. Well. Are Drag, Mullen, and Halsa in one room? Uh, yeah, I would think so. So the way I read the scrying spell, mm -hmm. it sounds like I can hear and see the creature that I choose. Um, so it's kind of like maybe I'll have to be like narrating. I'm, I'm saying this because I think Leland will be narrating, but picture Mia sort of summarizing, right? Like what's yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, if I try to scry on Hannah, it takes 10 minutes to cast. It's a concentration up to 10 minutes. But Hannah has to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, so there is a possibility of her passing. And then I think she knows she's being observed. Yeah, well, you get a roll. You get pluses or minuses based on how well you know the target. And do you have anything that Hannah has given you? Yes. Right, Leland? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. We didn't get into details like that when we did the backstory. So I don't uh, you unfortunately do not have any likeness or picture. Uh, you don't have any of Hannah's garments. You don't have a body part of hers, like a lock of hair. Or How do you know nail. I don't have a toenail? I'm for sure. <laughs> would, uh, would, I have, would I have ever received anything from Hannah that might be located back at my place? Um, you, yeah, I don't know. Possibly. How about a roll? How about a roll? We'll let the dice determine. Uh, okay, sure. You can, um, I mean, we can just do a D100 high or low like we have been, if you want. I have, like, a ticket stub from when we went to the movies together. That's what I was thinking. I might have some kind of a thing that I've completed a job of some kind. All right, I rolled a D100, 72. <laughs> you have to choose whether or not you want a high or a low. Or low. Over, over 50 is success. Okay, roll again. Emily was like, wait, God. he's about to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. All right, see what we get. 
Uh, 14. <laughs> you know, unfortunately... Wait a second, she's going under 50. <laughs> I'll roll again. Uh, at, at some point, at some point, you may have been uh, paid by Hannah um, for a, a miscellaneous job or, or paid in some type of good that you may have had, but unfortunately would no longer have, whether or not you pawned it yourself at good old prawns, uh, or if you just simply spent the gold that you may have received. Because, I mean, a piece of gold that she gave you would have would would have counted, right? Right. All right, Shaft. We got nothing. Let's. Uh, we'll just do the best we can. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Okay. So currently, we you you know the target. You have a first hand modifier. You've met the target. That's gonna not neither buff nor uh, a bane boost bane. What's the booster bane? Booster bane. No, no, no. it's a <laughs> boon. Neither boon nor bane <laughs> against your modifier. No buffs or debuffs. Uh, so whatever your spell save DC is, what Hannah will have to make a wisdom saving throw against. All right, that's seventeen. Dang. Wisdom's my thing. Uh, Hannah failed. Ooh, if she succeeded, would she know not only that she was being spied on, but that it was me? I don't think she would know uh, who cast or okay. targeted her with the spell, but she would certainly know that something was, was trying to observe Like sus, her. yeah. All right, well, she failed, so don't even have to worry about that. So on a failed save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target, and I can see and hear through the sensor as if I was there. It moves with the target. It remains for uh, within 10 feet for the duration, and the creature, ooh, a creature that can see invisible objects... Uh, We'll see a luminous orb. So hopefully she can't see invisible things. <laughs> you, your, your, your orb appears next to Hannah, and you see, I'll describe for those that have not met Hannah, you see a very beautiful young woman with, with dark black hair, like down to her ass, like all the way down her back. Uh, she is dressed in, in not very much, um, a fine kind of, uh, pretty sheer looking black dress, uh, about as black as her hair itself. And it seems she's in, uh, what looks like a very opulent room, uh, or, 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 or balcony really completely fully, uh, furnished, uh, with, with ornate furniture. She sits upon this like lounging chair and... She's looking down uh, on like a like a dance floor. Um, there are many tables set around. It seems like it's there's some type of inn uh, here or, or tavern or club is more of an accurate way to describe it. And Mia, you've 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 been here, and as you're relaying what you see to Shaft, Shaft has also been there. This is the Pussycat Palace. This is Hannah's Hannah's like place, her business, her main business here. And there are there are dancers here like it's very it's very sexed up here right there's a there's a sexual energy to the whole room some people like everyone here is finely dressed some people are wearing um like masquerade masks there are are, are like go-go dancers in cages in the corners of these rooms you know there's like a live band here playing uh there are drinks flowing everywhere and she just sits basically like 40 feet up above it all being able to view it and, and watching it. And she's just sitting there and actually at her side, something that neither Mia or nor Shaft have seen her with before. She actually has two jackals as she's just slowly petting one. And she's got one on either side of her uh, to her left and right. And she's just taking in her place, her, her what she has built kind of thing. Nothing's being said. There doesn't seem to be anyone else up with her for her, her to speak to, other than the jackals there. I watch her. You can move it around, right? Uh, it follows her within 10 feet. Oh. Okay. So I just watch her pet her jackals for 10 minutes, I guess. Do you see anybody wearing anything that might be of interest to us? No, that's the thing. She got jewelry on. The jackals got an amulet on. <laughs> she does not have any jewelry. Is there a safe jewelry? in the room? Um... <laughs> safe. <laughs> Doesn't seem like there's any type of uh, storage up here, uh, in plain sight at, at least. It does look like in this room itself there are two uh, entrances, like on either side of it, like right where the balcony would be, and then to the left or right of the balcony. 
I have a little bit of like a blush to my face with how sexed up this place is. Uh, <laughs> so it's, the way the way the this uh, the adornments around the inside of this place too is it's all clear, it's all very feline themed, right? There are statues mm-hmm. of, of lions specifically, kind of all around the room, and where like in the at the top of the ceilings, right, where there would be uh, like the the joints of of the supports like it's mm-hmm. it's it's like statues like lion statues like think of like um the way the way the the front of a ship you know if you had like that mermaid statue on the mm. front of oh, it, yeah, that's kind of like carved in the wood exactly kind of think of that uh here in inside now do i know if she owns this club she obviously she's like the owner yeah this is her place yeah yeah so chef she's she's at her uh, her normal place the pussycat palace i mean she doesn't know I'm there, so is this where we want to go approach her? It's, she's going to probably be there all night. Uh, it's kind of her routine. Yeah, I was just uh, just making sure she was, you know. She's alone. See if we could find out. She's Looks like she's still, uh, everything's going good I mean, in her yeah. district, and there's no... Everything looks like it's going swimmingly for her. No... No Niyogi running around or paladins in the in the place. I mean, not that I can see. Seems like business as usual for uh, for Hannah. Business then. looks good. Now, can you describe jackals to me? Uh, jackals are are canine-ish. Um, they're they're kind of wolfish, kind of like coyote-ish. Uh, this this mix between the two, I would say maybe. Shaft. Everything looks normal. Business as usual, if not better, except for these jackals. And she just. I've never seen her have pets like this. I don't know. Do I see darklings anywhere? No darklings, no. No no darklings, like uh, you mentioned before, like I've seen before. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, business is good. If she was helping transport yogis, she's got her interests protected, whatever she keeps telling. She kept saying... I don't know. Should we confront her in the club tonight? Should we just like go say mm. hi, go up the VIP lounge? Like I sort of lean back in my chair and, and take a swig of the ale and kick my feet up and go. Ah, honestly, I just think we wait till uh, we can see what Kepley comes up with. I mean, so you think Kepley trying to find knows... a trying to find an amulet in Drukal is is no easy task. You need to have uh, information. Right, but Hannah has tons of information. We don't even want to try. So you're suggesting we go see Hannah and ask her if she has the amulet? I don't know. Like everyone says, like we don't want anyone to know we're looking for it. That's the problem. I I, I tend to agree with Shaft. I think Hannah might catch on to what's going on, or at least it might raise some suspicion if we are asking too directly about a specific thing. I trust Kepley. I don't think I trust anybody else. Once somebody knows you're looking for something, the value goes up. Mm -hmm. Mia, near the end of the duration of your spell, there's a knock on one of the doors in Hannah's penthouse? I don't really know what to call it. This little balcony Mm -hmm. area. And she, the the jackal she is petting, she gives it a pat on the head and motions to the door. And it begins to trot over there. And as it is moving, it transforms into a human. You know, once it transforms, it transforms. It's fully naked. So he, he stoops down and, and, and pulls, you know, grabs a, a, a robe to throw on and answers the door. Two more uh, humans usher in a, another figure and they push them into the room and this person falls down to their hands and knees and before you can see who it is uh your your spell the duration ends but you do see and notice very distinctly that this person is wearing colors of the brightwood family no no ah no uh guys 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 uh okay so my family. Some, they. What? There was a knock on the door, and the in the in the jackal. The jackal is a human, is a druid. I don't know. The jackal is a human, and then opened the door, and they brought in a, uh, someone wearing the brightwood robes. Crap! I just what, walked walked him in, and does your family know Hannah? 
No, it didn't. It didn't look like a voluntary walk-in type thing. It was like a, you know, I don't. Who? Who was it? Couldn't tell. I don't know. So let's, Hannah, let's... as a member of your family. Yeah, I here. I can cast it again. I just need ten minutes, and I already start casting scrying again. Or we could just go over there tonight. For what? What? What are you planning on doing? Uh, yeah. Some kind of an attack. I don't know. Scouting, a surveillance, a information gathering. It's true. By the time the spell is cast in ten minutes, I mean the conversation might be over. We'll find nothing. Well, how long will it take us to get there? Ah, uh, well, you know the Pussycat Palace. It's uh over on. It's on the other side of town. It's in the north northern part of town. I mean, Tukal's a big city. Cast your spell, Mia. All right, I just keep. I keep concentrating and trying to cast my spell. Okay. Ten minutes go by. I'll give another wisdom check here. <laughs> Can I instead scry on... Oh, I don't know which family member it is. Frick! Because that would give me a way better advantage. Sure. I mean, do you want to try to pick someone from your I family? know, but if I pick someone and it's not them, I'm so screwed. <laughs> Well, you also might be able to find out something about what's going on in uh, in Barrack if if you get the wrong one. Could I tell if it was a man or a woman? It did look like a man. Uh, they did have sh- kind of short hair. You know, as they as they were they were thrown down, they're kind of thrown down their hand and knees with their like face down, right? So you saw the top of their head, um, but and not, hair no color, other details. bald spot. What are we talking? No, no bald spot. Maybe you know, like brownish brown hair. <laughs> Guys, who do I scry on? What do I do? Hannah. Alright. I decide Hannah, and then, uh, let's do the saving throw here. Okay, here we go. 17 again. Ooh, that's a good roll for Hannah. She has a... Negative five. That is a 17. (gasps) Just what she needed. (laughs) So she knows she's being scryed on? So she is now, she passes, and she does know that someone is trying to, to look in on her. And I can't use the spell against her for another 24 hours. Right. But is the spell still successful? Like, can she still see what's happening? No. Yeah. What? No, on a successful save, the target isn't effect. Oh, uh, no. Let's go down there. But is a, but is aware that somebody tried. Right. Well, that's right. something. Yeah, that's something that doesn't really. It specifically says. Um, they might see a. But we've we've kind of rolled that way before. We cannot go there now. She will know it was you. I have to. I don't care if they know it was me. Could be my dad. And no. Not, the Kraken one. How <laughs> likely is Hannah to do harm? someone. I mean, pretty likely. Depends on what he did. Now, when they, like, it was like dragging him in, right? He wasn't, like, walking in like a guest. No, yeah. no. Like, no, he, like it, he, was, he was there. Yeah, he was there against his will. I can't. I can't do this. They they want information. They want money. They want something from a family member of mine. I have to go. Well, we'll go with you, but you go in. You know Hannah. You've talked to her before. Sure, I'll go in. And, uh, if you need to get out, and I sort of Tap on my, on the manacle, exactly. on the sh- shaft shackles, and go. Well, I'll be, uh, I'll be in a safe place so you can get yeah, out. Yeah, I'll go in alone. She doesn't know I'm with a crew now. Like, I have to go, and I just start walking. I will go with you. Wish I wouldn't have drank that ale. <laughs> 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 kind of stumbled. Anybody want a shot before we go? I. <laughs> Shakara, I wonder it. Always. I wonder if I could, if I could help as well. I, I have some magic that may help us. Oh, you're coming with, just in case. Come on. What's What's your plan? I'm gonna go ask to speak to Hannah. No, Falzerin. What 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 did you What What are you I, suggesting? I could make one or multiple of us invisible if we wanted to get a look at what's going on before we announce ourselves. How easily could we get into Hannah's place of operations? Well, it's going to cost you. I mean, you're going to the Pussycat Palace. Well, I, I mean, if we are invisible, are, are the doors open? Yeah. yeah, you could get in past the uh, 
That's the bouncer, I'll, uh, obviously. Yeah, if you came in right behind me, you wouldn't even have to pay the cover oh, charge. Well, uh, I was thinking I could make you invisible, Mia. Oh. How does that help? Well, perhaps know. you want to go in and she could get out. see what's going on before we make ourselves known. I mean, I guess you could cast it on me and I could go in. I don't want to get caught. Reluctantly. But no, I... We've got the shackles. Okay, let's talk about a plan on the way. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So last time you uh, you met Hannah, was any ill will against you? Would, would she feel uncomfortable with you going there? I don't. I don't think so. Like, I basically was warning her about the Niyogi, and she said, "Yeah, I know." Like, I don't know. She knows I was loyal to her. I don't. I don't know what she would have against my family. I just. I I feel like if I went in person and she knew I was there, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, and like you said, worst case scenario, I zap out of there. How many can you make invisible falls from? I could potentially even ask her for a job. Like, you never know, right? Get back in on the inside. So, invisibility is a level 2 spell. And for each level I upcast it, I can include one more person. So, I could upcast it to level 5 to include a total of... Uh, four people. Wouldn't it make more sense to give Mia the shackles, have Shaft go in invisibly, and sneak around, and then he can teleport out if need be? That's an option too. Ooh, that is a good option. The only issue, the only issue I suppose is is that Shaft wouldn't wouldn't be able to recognize who it is from the Brightwood family. No, but I can describe exactly. Him. He could describe. I don't know. Let's just keep going. Sure. Well, I just... We're losing time. I Certainly. Yes, yes. I just wanted to offer if if you think that would be a safer option or, or a first step before we decide what we do. We gather information about what's going on before we barge in. Would I know of any other entrances into the Pussycat Palace? Every good sex-up establishment has a back door. So... <laughs> <laughs> Out of character. I don't think that Mia would be barging in. I think that Mia could return and be like, I'm back in town. It would, it's not like a kick down the door situation, just so you guys know Right, that. but if one of Mia's relatives is in there, do you think they're going to be like, hey, Mia, come on in. Let's pour you a drink. Like, you're going yeah. right. to be probably <sighs> held captive because they're going to know, hey, she's going to find out her relatives in here. And also, hey, someone just tried to scry on Hannah. What do you exactly think it might be? Hannah's, uh, Hannah's captive's what relative. What's scrying? Like, I don't know what scrying is. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Two brights don't make her right. <laughs> <laughs> the transition from Detmer's district now into Hannah's, it, it's, it's like the, the, the difference between Detmer's and Lag's is the, the same between Detmer and Hannah, but the other way, right? Hannah's... Uh, the, the very distinct upper class kind of section, right? The streets are, are cleaner, even better lit, it seems like. Uh, the shops and, and houses here are all just much larger. Even the smallest of them dwarfs some of the larger uh, buildings in, in lags, for sure. Uh, very well maintained. They give a, a, a freshly constructed look. Uh, most of the buildings from, from Detmer's just being in that serviceable uh, you know, kind of fitting right in the middle of the, the Venn diagram that is form uh, and functionality, right? Uh, and here, like, lavish statues and, and carvings even adorn the street corners. And the, the people are, are dressed in the, the finer silks and other linens that are, are, are expertly crafted. And uh, it does take you a bit of time as, yes, you are going literally across town to, to one of the northernmost sections of the city itself. And you approach down the kind of the main drag uh, of, of this area of the city. And you see the, the Pussycat Palace, very distinct as it's building itself. The, the front entrance is this open lion's maw. And the, like the whole front wall is this, this statue, basically. You're walking into these opening jaws on your way to see Hannah. And that's our show? Shakar, please, please, just let me handle this. It's okay. I'll, I'll explain later. It's all okay. Thanks for listening. The Incorrigible Party can be found on all of the social medias, 
go to incorrigibleparty.com to find all the links. And we have a Patreon. Our patrons get extras like giving inspiration to their favorite character and mini campaigns. The Incorrigible Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. All ambient sounds and music during the episode are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com and our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for all your own musical needs by email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring! <laughs>